Hey friends, welcome back to the Sunny and 65 podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Schultz, and today we are joined by one of my best gals, May Beam. At the beginning of this podcast, she wanted to listen to the intro song to really just get into the mood, so that's what's about to happen, but I hope you enjoy this conversation. Welcome back to the 1965 podcast. Welcome back to the 1965 podcast. I'm joined by Mail Lena Beam. And fade out. And I'm ready. (laughs) All righty, friends. Today I am joined by one of my best friends, Maylena Amor. <laughs> Maylena, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Finally. <laughs> about <laughs> just about time. Just um how's your morning, May? So good. I like I said, I woke up before my kids, which is a miracle. Amazing. Because I love my sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's just She's a nine, of, folks. <laughs> I love well, my sleep. She's... And it's just kind of dumb how Every time I wake up early, I literally never regret waking up early ever. Yeah. And but why do I, why don't I do every day? Like every time I wake up early, I'm productive. I feel Ew. so much better. Yeah. And there I is, don't do that. I mean, there is a thing about the mornings. I mean, people I'm such a you morning can, person. You can say, "Oh, I just I can't mornings. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not a morning person. That's so hard." But there's something about building that discipline and when you wake up in the morning that you do get way more yeah. done, especially like when you wake up and spend time with Jesus in yes. the morning. I mean, yes. the trajectory of the rest of your day is just oh, yeah. different. Yeah. It just started my morning off on the right foot. And I just, every time I'm like, why don't I do this every day? I need to do this every yeah. day. Well, it you do good. have a baby sometimes. Yes, that's but she sleeps. For that. she yeah. Sleeps she, sleeps, well, she sleeps great. So, have, so you should be. I really have no excuse. Amazing. Uh, well, I'm excited for that for you yeah, to thanks. start doing that. Yeah. We tomorrow. can start calling each other. Okay. Or just What time do you wake up? Um, I wake up at like se- between seven and seven thirty. Is That's that when Alex wakes up? Or he leaves? he leaves for work at like seven fifteen every day. <clears throat> so okay. Usually, I I was actually just thinking this morning. I'm like, whoa, my norm has become like seven thirty. That's which amazing. Is which before I had Shay with Zan, I would always wake up an hour before he got up. He'd get up like between eight and eight thirty. So usually, if I was even just up by. 7.15 I'd have you know 45 minutes to an hour by myself for sure yeah. um, obviously now with Shay she is does not sleep as well as Isla yet so mm-hmm. there's some hit or miss mornings but I feel mm-hmm. like most of the time I'm, like this morning I was like oh I'm yep it's 7.30 like that's just my norm and I'm up and she was sleeping that's well, amazing not that's not when she was sleeping till, but she was still sleeping yeah. at that point from the last time she <laughs> woke up so yeah um, okay May um, tell us or tell our friends listening, how we met. Well, um, so Maddie and I were in this photography group on Facebook. And I think I had seen, I'd seen your name. Like I'd seen you post in there before, or I'd seen people talk about you. Um, and then you posted that you needed someone to like take a wedding, like shoot a wedding for you because you just had your baby or a second mm-hmm. shooter. You need like a, an assistant because you just had your baby and you posted a picture of him and and it was like one of his milestone mm-hmm. photos of Xander w- on his little blanket 
and it was like the three month one or two yeah. month or something. And you're like, my baby just turned two months. I was like, oh, my baby. I had comments down. Yeah. My baby just turned two months. And at this point, I had absolutely like no friends in Omaha. So I was kind of taking like a leap of I, I just was like, oh, I'm, like we have babies and we yeah. both do photography. <laughs> I didn't even know you love Jesus at all like not because yeah your life didn't reflect that but because i didn't know you (laughs) and so um i commented and i was like we should hang out because our like our no i asked you yeah when was he born and you're like february 23rd and i was like my baby was born february 23rd and then we were both like oh we should definitely hang out and so i think it was like uh three when they were three months old and jake had been deployed he was deployed for like a couple days and i was lonely and you invited me over to your house and we just hit it off and we realized we had a lot more in common than just photography and our yeah. babies but the lord is sweet and and he is just like it's just so cool that our that our boys are born the same day because yeah. now we have like this sweet friendship and our husbands are friends mm-hmm. and our boys are friends that fight like brothers and <laughs> yes. our, our girls get to grow up together yeah. and yeah. it is funny though because <clears throat> even though we met and hit it off yeah. when our ba- boys were you know yeah three months we really didn't become close until like a yeah. year and a half later yes yeah like we really didn't see each other much right. and we weren't like that good of friends like we right oh we'd kind of you know, reply to each other's Instagrams and yep. stuff, but really, we didn't like get really close until yeah, yeah it's really like I would say right like, a little bit, probably like five or six months before COVID. Like yeah, that like fall when you started before. TDC, I think. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because then we started seeing each other more. Yep. And then convinced them to come to my church. Yeah. And then it was just all downhill from <laughs> and there that because the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> yeah. Um. And me too. Yes. Our church is also one of the best things that ever happened to us yeah. too. Oh, um. Sure. It isn't it. It just absolutely wild though that in the Lord's detailedness, attention to detail, He was like, "I am going to have." Xander Bo Schultz and Asher Hume born on the same day because I am going to have their moms be best friends. So I need yeah. that. That's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And that is how they're going to become friends yeah. and then be very important in each other's lives. Yeah. Like, isn't that? That is. So, I, I love that. And I don't know how else we would have become friends. Like, why would mm. I, why else would I have commented no. on your thing? You wouldn't have. I mean, maybe years down the, the line, we would have. Yeah. Maybe he would have had other plans paths. for us. But. Yeah. Just and how yeah. even just having Asher was I like that was obviously the Lord because if I hadn't had Asher, I probably would still be in the military. Yeah. I would probably have a lot of military friends, not like, you know, the friends that I have now. Yeah. And yeah, he's he is so detailed and he cares about like those little yeah. like things that we don't always see until we take a step back and we're like, right, this led to this led to this. And that yeah. was all his like his hand was in all of that. Yeah, I feel like I've even been thinking about lately um, just sign- some significant mm-hmm. things that are, have been happening in happening in our family's life lately. Yeah. And just thinking back to like, oh, my gosh, four years ago, you had this happen so that mm-hmm. we'd even know these people or be in this space and you knew all along what was going to happen now that's all super vague sorry but like (laughs) just being yeah reminded of his sovereignty over everything and that nothing is ever by chance nothing is ever just a coincidence or lucky yeah um i am just a firm believer 
obviously, that and it's not, that yeah. it's all his sovereignty. Whether the person you're talking to at the coffee shop, whoever's um, taking your order, like that person is on purpose. Like mm-hmm. whoever you sit by at church, whoever you run into at the grocery store, whoever you meet at the park. I can yeah. even think of good friends we yeah. just met a month ago that now we're seeing multiple yeah. times a week, you and I, yeah. and getting to know their family so well because literally we met at the park yeah. and even just um, just been really asking the Lord each day lately, just this morning in my time with him, I'm just like, yeah, God, like show me what opportunities you have for me today because mm. he has opportunities for you mm. and he has divine appointments already laid out for you. But a lot of the times we're looking down at our phones or right. we're just thinking about ourselves when in reality he maybe wants us to start a longer conversation with the barista or Mm. speak up to the gal we don't know at the park because who Mm. knows they could then be going to your church and (laughs) And you guys could be following Jesus together and so yeah just just an encouragement to whoever's listening that yeah he has divine appointments already laid out for you today and just asking him hey reveal those to me help Mm. help me to see each of those and sometimes they're really small, like just saying hi and being kind and looking up yeah. and asking someone a question, you know. Yeah. But so, yeah, just Asher and Zan being born on the same day. And now our families are lifelong best friends. And yes. so that's. And yeah. I think to add to that really quick, too, like I think it's a good reminder when we're in seasons of like darkness or suffering mm. that we like we're not out of sight of mm. God. Like he sees literally every single moment of our life and it's a part of his plan. And we like, like you were saying, like seek him in those moments where we think that he's not there because like if you didn't go through that season, then you wouldn't get to the next season. And, and of course, like you said, he's sovereign and you know, things are going to play out the way he wants them to. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just knowing and like trusting that he does have a plan for your life and that um, and just like walking in obedience to that and walking yeah. in like that faith of like, I'm going to do this because I like the Holy Spirit is telling me to. And 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 it's also exciting to be able yeah. to like walk in that obedience of like, yeah, I don't know what's th- going to come from this, but I know the Lord's going to do something in this even if it's yeah. as small as that barista goes home that you yes. encourage and she's like you know that like really made my day yeah and then you never see her again but still like we yeah. that's what we're called to do is just to love people yeah. and yeah that's- it reminds me of a sermon at providence i think it was a couple of years ago i want to say it was jared and he basically um the the sermon was on mission and living on mission because that's one of our core values at our church he basically said, if if you are currently bored with with the mission of a Christian, if you're currently bored with Christianity, essentially, you're I can't remember his exact words. I need to go back and find it. But essentially, you're doing it wrong because mm. Christianity and following Jesus is the furthest thing from boring, boring. if you're actually following him, because mm. like you said, each day gosh, this barista I run into, this could, the Lord may want me to share about him. Mm. Um, Oh, every single moment, if you are pursuing Jesus and longing to live on mission in every moment, it's truly, like you said, the most exciting thing. Like there's never a dull moment because you never, even when you think, oh, this is just going to be a dull thing or this is a random tangent, but I think back to, I was at a wedding a few weekends ago and um, I was shooting this wedding and I end up sitting um, 
me and my husband were both there and we got our table cards and you could pick your seat and there was only one table left that was open and there was just one couple sitting at that table and we went to that couple they ended up being believers Mm -hmm. and we end up me and the wife just having like such a sweet awesome conversation and she was she knew people at this wedding I was shooting it so I don't Mm -hmm. and she said that she was laughing because her friends she has friends at this wedding and they all sat at a table and there wasn't room left for them and so they went to this other table and she was honestly like upset at her friends and she was like are you kidding me I would at least one of them like move if someone had to go sit by themselves Mm -hmm. and she's like I'm just laughing because the Lord the whole time was like you're gonna sit with (laughs) Maddie and Alex and you're gonna have like a really sweet conversation about me and so even just the littlest things like that at this wedding I'm shooting where I end up being encouraged by this gal and she's sharing like it she was basically like in my sin I was so angry and I'm like oh to my husband why would they not boo and then the lord's like just you know take a deep breath isn't that how he always is we're like oh yeah. god why god why yeah or maybe we're not asking why but we're maybe a little upset at a trajectory of something right. and then you look you're like oh yeah okay like you, this is what you had for <laughs> yeah. me and this was way better than maybe what i thought it that sure. you were maybe gonna have for me yeah yeah the lord's been so sweet in our friendship and mm. we see each other Multiple times a week. Um, luckily, we see each other for sure every Wednesday at City Group and Sunday at church. And yeah. um, it's just been sweet to be a part of the same um, church body. And then, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's just one of my people. We talk daily, even when we don't see each other. And yeah, um, yeah it's just been sweet to watch the Lord um, right out develop just this sweet like authentic friendship may is just one of those people that's so for you and would Mm -hmm. drop anything to do anything for you and she's just really stinking fun Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we have we laugh a lot and (laughs) have a lot of fun and then also get real deep so yeah i'm super super grateful to have you man okay tell us about yourself Okay, well, my name's Maylene. Mm-hmm. Maddie did introduce me as Maylena. That is the that's the name my parents call me. They used to call me when I was in trouble or when they were gonna go scold me. <laughs> and Maddie I've calls me that now. Um, and Maylena. most people call me May, or my family calls me May May, or like I feel like that's like the most endearing like name for me. So if someone calls me May May, mine is when I call you Maylena. Yeah, when you call me Maylena, yeah. I know you love me, even yeah. though all my life it's been in like. Ugh, when my parents would say it, I'm like, why I'm did I do? It. <laughs> there we go. I'm there so happy go. with you. Maylena. <laughs> um, so I have two kids, one on the way. <laughs> Should I announce the gender? <laughs> oh my goodness, do it. Because then we'll see what friends actually love us and listen. Like, well, yeah, they probably you, already know. But you know, announce it. If you want another gender, you got to listen to this podcast. All right. Baby number three <laughs> is a boy. <laughs> I already knew that, but I'm acting excited because I am. You are. I'm so excited. Jake and I are so, so, so excited. We, we just, I don't know. I just love the bond that Asher and I have and, and I love the bond Isla and I have too. Isla and I suck. (laughs) Isla is all right. No, she, I'm just like excited for her to be the only girl. We were just like really looking forward to her being our little girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're so excited to have another little boy and it's just something about raising a boy into a man that. I mean, I don't know what it's like to do that yet. Asher's three, but <laughs> I'm excited for yeah. it. Um, Wait, so tell us the age of your kids. So Asher Hume, he is um, about three and a half. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie would know because mm-hmm. Xander's the same. Um, Isla Lucille is going to be seven months in what, like five, four days? Oh, man. And I I need to catch up on taking her photos. Seven I need months? To take her, yeah, seven months. May, you're looking at someone who only took the one month. <laughs> so I'm not here to help you or encourage you're you. You're doing great. But you, great. oh, May just takes the best, like, each month photos where she, like, holds them up and May's, we'll uh, get to all of her creative talents, but just go look at her, like, month development photos of Isla and you're just like it's fun for yeah me. I want to be like May when I grew up and <laughs> oh, I really God. tried this time I was gonna try to be like May when I grew up and she even tried to help me she drew on the first one month picture and then I just you lost the sweatshirt failed then I did lose the sweatshirt the for a little sweatshirt. bit I know I know where it is now okay. but you know I'm gonna hop back in for month six <laughs> and May's gonna draw on it and you guys are gonna see it okay so Isla is almost Isla's seven months almost seven months and then I am almost 17 weeks pregnant with baby number three mm-hmm. and I honestly I wasn't gonna say this like five minutes ago but I I feel like I literally just felt the baby kick for the first no time no way what <laughs> Oh my goodness. I was like, wait, what is that? And then I was like talking, so I couldn't say anything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I feel I feel like I've been feeling him. <gasps> oh my god. But I wasn't sure, but right then I'm like, yeah, that oh definitely my. was a baby. Wow. <laughs> oh. It's always it's always a good What's feeling. your due date again? Um, I think it's like December eighteenth or nineteenth or something. So a week after Ilo was born. Yeah. born last december so they'll be 12 months apart Amazing. which is scary and exciting and i'm excited to see their bond um i'm really excited to see him and asher's bond because none of our families have brothers like mm. no two brothers and so whoa yeah so we'll i've never experienced like the bond between two brothers oh cool. um so yeah i'm excited to see that that'll be awesome okay tell us about jab yeah so jake and i have been married almost five five and a half years now wow which is just crazy because I'm 25. So yeah. we, I got married at 19. Um, and baby. it's just been so fun. And we'll talk about marriage yeah. more later because that's been like the best roller coaster I've ever been on. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's he's my best friend and I love him and I love our little family. And yeah. What do you do? <laughs> I... So I do photography, mostly weddings and some families. And then I also have like a little small business for my art that Mm -hmm. I am, I'm kind of in limbo with a lot of things. I've kind of been hearing from the Lord about like art things and still trying to figure all that out. But I have dreams and I have um, like these visions of what may be creative can be, could be. Um, And so I'm excited to see where the Lord takes me in that. Um, in the next few months because I feel like this season of change coming up the season of like evolving into something different and so yeah but mm-hmm. I do photography and art really anything creative I'm there for it I love it mm. and you're so amazing <clears throat> at it thanks okay what are you passionate about um so th- this was like a hard question to think about at first I had to ask Jake what you, what I was I like, what am I passionate about? But we both said Jesus. So oh, for sure. Of course, he's the best thing about my life. Um, and then my marriage and my family, just like my family, my kiddos and Jake. And then um, anything creative, like I was saying, photography, art. Um, mm-hmm. And then I said um, ice cold water. Yeah, I did. cannot drink water that's not ice cold. I I would rather just be thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a lukewarm water gal. Is that lukewarm water in there? 
It is. Why would you do that? It, she's got like a 64 ounce um, it's like ounce. hydro flask type Stanley. thing. Stanley. Shout it's out Stanley. Me. This is not sponsored, but my if Stanley cup is listening. amazing. If, if you're listening, <laughs> Stanley, please sponsor That's me. literally meant to keep your water cold or hot. I uh, and also, I would argue it's just meant to hold water. So, um, you know what? I will say that after pregnancy, during pregnancy, I started to put more ice in my water. And, yeah. so, and I have been more. You'd be proud of me. I'm putting more ice in my water. But <laughs> I'm that person that literally city group every Wednesday. I'm like, there's the lukewarm water bottles. Yes. And I, I, I do need some ice. May I, I bring just pour it into Yeah, I, I bring my own or pour the water bottle into a cup and add yeah. my ice to it. I just but can't. Aren't you proud of me, though, that I'm starting to use cups more? Alexa, yes. if you're listening to this, she'd be really <laughs> proud of me because I used to be, I hate to admit this, please no one send me an email being upset <laughs> about this, but I'm Save like an somebody. avid plastic water, water, plastic bottle. water bottle drinker. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys. They're everywhere. I blame my mother's though. Um, (laughs) They're everywhere. Like the ongoing joke. I mean, I've been way better, but the used to be ongoing joke is that from my husband is that there's half drinking water bottles everywhere. Mm. And to which I would respond, (laughs) there's that way. There's always one wherever I am. So like, (laughs) and you drink a little, and then when he like throws them all away, I'm like, and then there's none in my car. I'm like, well, there were 10 in here, now but I'm thirsty. You th- now I'm thirsty. <laughs> so like there's a rhyme or re- and reason to the things I do, sweetie. So please don't throw away my water bottle. I was like, oh, come on. But <laughs> I've got, since I've gotten the Stanley cup, I've been taking it everywhere. Yeah. So Alexa, good for you. shout out Alexa for always telling me to dr- not drink out of plastic water bottles. I'm trying to love the earth better. Trying to do my part. Meh, back to what you. you're passionate about. Okay. Yeah. Ice cold water for sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, and scalding hot water for showers Mm. there's just no better shower than one that's really hot and i stand in there until like my skin gets used to the water and then i like make it hotter (laughs) do you put your face under that uh actually i turned down the water whenever i wash the face yeah like that might burn it yeah it hurt it does hurt a little bit but it just feels so good and it's like especially in the morning i'm like that wakes me up Mm. do you shower in the morning a lot are you a morning shower it depends I, I shower whenever I can. <laughs> you know what? I shower whenever I get the chance to. Whenever I get the chance, whenever I feel like it, honestly. Right. Totally. <laughs> Jake yeah. is a shower. Like, he showers once a day oh, yeah. or twice a day. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll shower once maybe tomorrow if I can. Maybe yeah. the next day. <laughs> yeah. I get to the point where Alex is like, I think it's time. <laughs> and I'm like, I hate you. You know? But they have to shower. Like, they're gross. <laughs> we can. I mean, I at least currently don't work out right. i'm going to start back up <laughs> to myself Ooh, i am i am i'm going sometimes. power walking with tori tomorrow good for so you i'll probably do a few push-ups in between there oh you know my, that's but, really um really... yeah basically they need to shower i don't work out so like if i'm not sweating i'm like <laughs> why do i need to but then you know it does hit a point you know what's funny i think the lord did this on purpose tell me if you're late <laughs> does your hair start to hurt when you haven't showered in a while or is that just me? I think me and Lyndon were talking about this. Me and Tori, I think, also were talking about this. Okay, well, May can't relate because she's an <laughs> avid showerer. Who out there, my once a weekers, or, you know, it's twice a week, weird. Um, who can relate to, like, when they haven't showered in a long time, your hair literally starts to hurt. I don't get it. Your yes. scalp starts to hurt? I don't even really know, but I'm I'm totally convinced <laughs> yeah, that the Lord, it's the Lord saying, really. like, it's time, sweetie. My scalp starts to, like, be itchy. 
No, it literally hurts. No. And maybe other people out there can relate, but <laughs> they can't. Okay, anything else that you're passionate about no. um, after the scalding hot I mean, probably, but yeah, that's probably for now. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, tell us about when you came to know and follow Jesus. Ooh. All right. Well, Strap in. So I kind of separate this like big testimony into like two. Yeah. Um, because there was like a time in the middle where I, I feel like I definitely fell off, but I still had like this idea, not, not an idea. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I'll just start with saying in June of 2012, my parents forced me to go to this camp. They didn't really force me to, I, I I half wanted to, um, but I wanted to go to camp and not like a Christian camp. Um, just because I didn't, I had no idea what to expect turned out to be like the best time of my life Hume Lake Christian camps um which is what we named we named Mm. Asher Asher Hume after this lake um it's up in Fresno California and I went with my youth group and um there I kind of encountered Jesus for the first time um and I like I feel like that's where he called me I got baptized there I Mm. um I gave my life to him there and high school so I was I think I was a sophomore sophomore or junior in high school in 2012 oh I guess it's a summer anyway um so I think it was just really hard for me to follow Jesus in high school because you start following Jesus and everybody who knew you before you followed Jesus is like "Mm, we know how you were before you followed Jesus and you can't just like follow Jesus and all of a sudden say that you're like a good person now and I probably was like oh I'm a good person now like I and they probably thought I was stuck up because I'm like I'm not gonna do the things that I used to do blah 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 um and so it was really hard to to like live out my faith boldly in high school and um so I think I I kind of fell off not really fell off but I wasn't following him wholeheartedly for sure and um I still had this awareness of him and that he was in my life and that I could have a personal relationship with him but I just idolized other things um like um boys or friends or the acceptance Mm -hmm. of other people or um wanting to just be rebellious against my parents just like Mm -hmm. things that teenagers want to do um and so then i i joined the air force and um it was in the air force when i met and i'll tell more about the story later but i met jake and he was like the only friend of mine that wanted to go to church after in the air force everybody else wanted to like go out and party and he was like, oh, we should find a church on Sunday. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I went to church growing up. And at one point I even said, like, I wanted to follow mm-hmm. Jesus wholeheartedly. I surrendered my life to him and whatever. And um, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. I just got baptized too. a couple. But, um, well, I think he was like around the same age I was or maybe a little bit older. Um, but so, yeah in the beginning of my like my first few years in the air force and up until jake and i got married and it was like maybe two years into our marriage that was when i realized my dire need for jesus it wasn't just like oh he's my friend he's he's we can have a relationship together jesus and i yeah um it was like i really need this like god like i need him to be half of a good person, half of a good wife, half of a good mom. Mm. And, um, and that's when I like, I really had to like come to the end of myself. And I feel like that's when I 
like surrendered everything to the Lord or I honestly thought that I was going to die because mm. I didn't want to live. Mm. I, and But I, I needed Jesus to, mm. to take any steps forward. And so, yeah, I feel like that was like those two parts of my testimony was like, I encountered him. I always had this awareness of him, but it wasn't until marriage when I started to understand like who he was and the gospel just like came alive for me. That was like another big thing was I started understanding the importance of it, of Jesus's life, death and resurrection, Mm -hmm. not just like that there's a God and there's Jesus and there's the Holy Spirit, like all those, all those things like I knew, but I didn't like understand deeply. And so marriage is one of those things that the Lord used to reveal himself to me in, in new ways and deeper ways. And it was hard, but humbling. And so, yeah, he's just been really sweet to um, continue to pursue me even after I would run from him, hide from him. And yeah, that's my story. What does pursuing Jesus in the day to day look like for you? So it's, been harder to have like a set like this is what I do these are my rhythms um since becoming a mom and I'm not inherently like a disciplined person I'm not naturally I'm like the furthest thing from type a whatever that is type b or type z yes we call it type z around here (laughs) type z and so it's hard it takes a lot of discipline well cheers to that those cheers type z type z (laughs) it takes a lot of discipline a lot of yeah, I just need to, I thrive off routine and schedule, but I, I'm not going to do that for myself. I'm not going to like, I don't know. It's just, it's just always been something that I've struggled with. And so, um, pursuing him in the day to day is kind of like what we were talking about earlier. I just pray any chance that I get, I'm, I I think I'm constantly like speaking to the Lord all day long, um, and seeking like the holy moments throughout my day. Mm -hmm. Like, asking him to show me just like what we were talking about like yeah. lord what in this very moment where like i know your presence is here mm-hmm. and I, i'm inviting you in but like how can i partner with you in this moment to you know further the gospel or how yeah. can what are you trying to teach me in this very moment what are you trying to teach me right now as asher screaming to me what are you trying to teach yeah. me in the middle of the night when i can't sleep yeah. and isla's just having a bad night or mm-hmm. in this petty little argument with my husband just really in any moment like trying to find him and and he always shows himself when I look for him um so that and being in the word is um obviously one of the best ways that you can be in relationship with Jesus and get to know him and the Lord is like really kind to give me friends who always challenge me to be in my word in the word more and um doing bible studies and our city group just started a bible study that has I've just been reading Galatians over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it comes to life in a new way. Every single time you read it, like the scriptures are so they're like that. The the word is alive and you can read the same verse over and over. And it, it is different every time it like resonates differently every time. And so um, that's like one of my favorite ways, but I'm not disciplined in that. I wish I was better. Um, But Every time I open it, it's him just like his arms are wide open, accepting me and just loving that I'm getting to spend time with him. Um, and then, yeah, like I was saying, too, it's just like really being led by the spirit. So if I feel in my like heart that I need to be still and I need to like go sit outside for five minutes mm-hmm. and have like complete silence, then I'll do that. Um, or if it's like praying 
being intentional and being like, babe, I need to go to the coffee shop and just like sit there for an hour and just like be in my, like write in my journal, um, which is another way that I like process things. And I probably journal every single day if I have time, even if it's like a five minute little thing, like today was good. And today I learned this. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely not like a structured, like some people have their morning routines, but, um, but I, I would say that if I do not sit down with the Lord every day, I feel it. And so I make that a priority to, in some way, spend time with him. Yeah. What is a lie about God that you've believed that he has had to, or maybe he still is uprooting in your heart? I, uh, I feel like I must, I must not do a very good job at, identifying the lies in my life (laughs) because I couldn't think of one and maybe I'm just believing lies or maybe there are none but one off the top of my head that really comes to mind that I struggled with a lot right after getting married which was also the time that I like started to like I flew from the nest what do they say yeah, you I left you started what, flap, you flap my wings <laughs> you, you spread your wings spread. Fl- I don't know <laughs> you know what I mean I do once I moved out of my parents house and I started to become more left the nest yeah left yeah. the nest I started to become more independent and all of a sudden like I was an adult I was in the air force and I had freedom because I was a pretty shelter child <laughs> um I uh, I started to learn more about myself naturally that that's what happens whenever you like start to become your own person and I'm learning these things about my personality and I hate them all I I I thought that there's no way that I can be a good person with like which is true like there's I I naturally have these sins these sinful tendencies that I drift towards when I'm not wholeheartedly pursuing Jesus and back then I wasn't pursuing him at all and so um and like in the in the beginning of my marriage it just like he wasn't a priority and so I was learning about my myself and these personality traits that I have Mm -hmm. and I just like grew to resent myself and just question God like why am I the way that I am like are you sure this is how you want me to be or like like these characteristics about myself it hurts to be them but it also hurts to try not be them if I tried Mm -hmm. to be someone else I think I struggled a lot with wanting to be Jake I wanted to be just like him because he seemed so steady he seemed like he was like good and Mm -hmm. like emotionally he was just solid and like I just was like can I be like that like I'm gonna try and be just like Jake and it hurt that it was there's so much resistance because I had learned that the Lord like didn't make a mistake with my personality, but there are sins that I, mm-hmm. and, and behaviors that I needed to unlearn that I needed to like, there are characteristics about me that were not good. That could be used for good. Mm-hmm. Like my being emotional, mm-hmm. I mean, or being angry. Like I could have righteous anger, but I don't deserve to be angry for every little thing or mm-hmm. bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that I struggled with that in the beginning because I have like a, everybody has a very specific personality, but I really, I like resisted who I was and who God made me to be because it felt like wrong and it wasn't wrong. It's just that it wasn't healthy. And so once I learned how to be healthy by getting counseling and, um, and like reading the word and discovering like 
oh, like he made me to be this way. He mm. made me to be passionate about these certain things. He made me to be sensitive. He made yeah. me to be emotional. He made me to be excitable, like easily. Yeah. And um, and they can all be used for good and for his glory. Mm. And, and that's kind of like the lie that he turned around and he mm. flipped on his head and was like, no, like you are made perfectly. Like I made you mm. this way for a purpose and here's the purpose. But like we have to, be transformed a little bit yeah a lot of it a lot of it <laughs> so yeah that's it's I crazy because like- i remember that time like i was like mm. we were close when you were still like walking Struggling. through yeah. that and it's been so sweet to see yeah the lord yeah just flip that for you and you to be confident in who he's made you to be not just like confident in yourself but confident yeah. in him and you which has been so sweet to see because he has made you so unique and fun and excitable and empathetic and all of these beautiful things that are different than Jake and Jake's wonderful, but it's been so yeah. sweet to yeah, see the Lord um, come alongside you in that and encourage you and say, no, I, yeah, I didn't mess up. Yeah. I want yeah. you to trans continue to be sanctified and I'm going to continue to transform you to look more like my son, Jesus. But no, you are yeah. fearfully and wonderfully made and you are unique. Yeah. It's crazy how, when we start to follow Jesus or when we're walking through a season of like, we want to hold on to this thing. I wanted, I wanted to simultaneously mm-hmm. hold on to my personality that I had friends because I was this, this, this and that, but it was hurting um, my relationship with my husband. It was mm-hmm. keeping me from a deeper relationship with Jesus because I had all these traits that I, I was just stubborn and I, and it's funny how all that to say, it's just funny how whenever we let go of that, there's actually so much freedom and, and we think we want this. Like, I think I want to be this type of person. And as soon as I just like let that go and, and I am, like you said, like I get to freely be who he made me to be. It, it's freedom. It feels free. It feels easy. It feels like it just feels right. Like this is who I'm made to be. And now Jake, like I, I always thought he would like me more if I was like him like he would love me more for some reason if I was like mm-hmm. him but when I'm myself when I am like fully me and I just let myself be me that's when he like that's who he fell in love with yeah. and that's who he loves and um and he encourages me to like every day he'll encourage me to just like be myself and mm-hmm. if I'm trying to be something I'm not he like totally notices and so yeah. it's just it's just like a freeing thing to to be who he made you to be okay you have two kids and one on the way a boy as we all found out (laughs) tell us what the lord has been teaching you through motherhood lately Ugh. um i think the lord has been teaching me through jake to because so jake and i i i always say i wouldn't be half the mom i am without jake being the dad he is Mm. um it really just i i'm just so blessed by the type of father that he is to the kids and Maddie, I know that you can relate to that because Mm -hmm. Alex and him and we have such good friends who are good, great dads Mm -hmm. too. And we're just, yeah, it just, he's, he's an amazing dad. But anyway, um, I think that he's so good at being present with the kids in the Mm -hmm. moment. Like, and I, I like to play with them, but I can't do that forever. Like I, I'll pay attention to them. And I'm, I love them so much. I, I'm in love with those, those kids. But um, more and more each day, he's teaching me that the kids just like really cherish my presence. They mm. want me to like look them in the eyes and play with them. And um, and Jake is so good at doing that. And I've just been feeling like 
kind of convicted lately to be more present with them to to like I I feel like I need to um do these like elaborate activities with them or take them out or um yeah just like entertain them but really all they really want is for me to sit with them and to like Asher's talking so much more now so we can just have conversations and it's just it's just weird to me that we sit down and he just he wants to have a conversation with me or at night he like I I'm so eager to put him to bed so I can do my stuff and he just wants me to lay with him and I'll just lay with him and we'll talk about our days Mm -hmm. and it's it's just like a really humbling thing and I I try not to feel too guilty about it like when I'm laying down at night I'm thinking like did I spend enough time with them did I you know talk to them enough even because life just gets so busy and and I'm I'm glad that I'm learning this now before there's three mm-hmm. and then life is really busy and I my attention split in three different directions and or four um and yeah I but I'm just learning that being present is enough it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be like super intentional just has i like if i'm just there and i'm like i'm paying attention to them and i'm loving on them which naturally like if i'm looking at them i love them and i want to talk to them so but it's just like taking my eyes off things that i think are maybe more important or i'm like Mm -hmm. oh i'm cleaning the kitchen like you this is important this is Mm -hmm. like the kids can wait or i'm i don't know like trying to create something like this is important this is like i'm doing this for my business or whatever um but yeah he's just been like very gently showing me and through jake being such a good example of a present parent Mm. that that's really what my kids want is just my presence yeah i love that Mm. what's been the hardest part about motherhood also may is the first person that has literally handwritten her notes from these questions so she has her little notebook with her notes I'm like I was like oh I you wrote them anything amazing okay. what's been uh, the hardest part about motherhood um there are lots of hard things about motherhood yeah. but I would say right now in this season of life that I'm in um it's comparing my kids and mm. I pray that somebody else can relate to that that I'm not the only mom who does that but um it's comparing my kids to each other, not really to other kids because they're like my kids are raised by me and not by those other people. But um, I in the beginning of, of having Isla, especially I compared her so much to Asher. Mm-hmm. I was I would be upset that she's not just like him because he was a pretty easy baby and he started crawling at five months and all these crazy things. And now she's seven months and she still doesn't crawl. And I I just, I catch myself comparing so much and just like kind of being sad. Um, which is just like a terrible thing to admit, but that's just like, it's just me being vulnerable. It's like, I just, I've been comparing them a lot. Um, and learning that's just not right. Like they're two completely different people. Like you and I are completely different people. Um, they're two completely different humans and although they're raised by the same parents they're gonna have different personalities they're gonna have different strengths and weaknesses Mm -hmm. and I look at me and my siblings I'm the oldest of five and we're raised by the same people but we're completely different Mm -hmm. and so I just yeah I need to break that because that's just been like hard on my heart and not fair to them either and luckily I'm learning this before they are old enough to understand that I'm comparing them to one another but yeah I feel like that's just been something that I've been struggling with lately is 
like why aren't you exactly the same because you you think you know how to be a mom and then mm. you have another child and you're like oh, i have to relearn mm. that not only like remember how to handle like a newborn or like an infant but a different infant like i thought i knew that this is how asher liked his bottle but now this is how isla likes her bottle or i thought yeah. i knew that this is how asher likes to fall asleep but this is how isla likes yeah. to fall asleep and so yeah just that i think that's the hardest thing is not comparing them yeah and even just going back to just to encourage you back to what we were talking about before with you of like you longing to be jake at one point yeah like yeah the Lord made you so unique. Yeah, and so true. even though in these first couple of years of development, it feels like it's maybe easy to see these big differences. Isla and Asher, he's yeah made them both completely mm. unique. Xander and Shay, they're both completely unique. They are, they are not the same at all. And, yeah. and I'm excited to see, you know, what, Isla's personality is like and maybe how you look back and you're like oh this totally played into like how the Lord uniquely made you that yeah. you're like I'm good chilling here like I'm content yeah. I don't know like maybe yeah. she's just gonna she's be so chill you know and yeah. so um but yeah that that is so hard I'm sure there are moms out there that d like totally relate mm -hmm. to that but yeah just to encourage you mm -hmm. in the same way that you're encouraged you encouraged yourself god encouraged you during that season when you were like yeah. oh, i want to be jake now yeah. he can gets to encourage you in that same thing as a mom hey remember how i made you unique isla yeah. is made completely unique mm. and she is fearfully and wonderfully made and she might crawl at tomorrow she might crawl in three months but i've already written out all of her days yeah so you can rest easy that both That's your true. kids' days are completely written out already. Yeah. When they're going to crawl, when they're going to eat, when they're going to sleep, when they're going to whatever. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Lord, can I get some good stretches of sleep in here <laughs> in their book of life? Thank oh, you. <laughs> Thanks right. for sharing that with us. Thanks for yeah. being vulnerable. Yeah. What has been the best part? Um, I I really just think like being a parent has been the best part. I think it's such a privilege to be able to pour into my children and... Mm -hmm more specifically alongside Jesus and Jake mm -hmm. like not by myself being able to partner with the Lord and my husband to raise up these children has just been a privilege and it is a privilege and um and it excites me to think of the people that they're going to be and it excites me to think that I and Jake like might not have had the parents that we are like the type of parents we are but but we love that that we get to mm -hmm. that we have a, a kind of like a say in, in yeah, how our, how our children are raised and you're starting a new legacy. Yeah. And there's like, there's grace for us because we're not going to be perfect mm -hmm. and we have never been a parent before. So yeah. neither of us have been parents before we had Asher and we're going to be constantly learning how to parent, but um, we have Jesus and we have his word to fall back on and to give yeah. us the best advice because he is the perfect parent. And, mm. um, and so, yeah, just being able to experience like God's love for me as a father and, and then, um, like relaying that same thing to my children until they can make their faith their own. Um, and they can experience like Jesus's love for themselves. Mm. Uh, it's just so sweet to be able to pour into them in, in that way. Yeah. I love that. Okay, tell us about Jake and your marriage. Tell us about all the Lord has done in it. So, Jake, Jacob Aaron, he Jab. is... Jab. 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 
Jab. Shout out Jab if you're listening to this. Dance right now. You better be listening to this. Yeah, you better be Jab. <laughs> you're in trouble. You better okay. be. Um, so just a backstory of Jake and I. So we met in the Air Force. We They both are linguists and she, May can speak Farsi and Jake speaks Russian. Isn't yeah. that wild? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That is a that's a fun fact. Um so we met at language school um in Monterey, California. And we had just we had been a part of a big friend group and Jake and I always just wanted to be around each other. Like he was just like my best friend. I didn't really see him as anything more than that. Just like I always want to be around Jake. Like I well, back then I called him Beam because you call each other by your last yeah. names. Um except nobody called me by I my almost, last name. You know what I just thought? I was what? like, Well, wouldn't they call you Beam too? <laughs> like in my head I was like, So you were both Beam. Beam. I wonder how they told you but you weren't married. Actually. Well, people Honestly, even in like basic training, nobody called me by my last name. My last name was Morales. And people would call my, my, the the girls in my flight called me Minnie because I was like the smallest one. She's so small. (laughs) I am small. And the the girls in my flight called me Minnie. Um, and, or they would call me May because like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't even know why, but people in, in school too, like I called Jake Beam and he'd call me May and everybody would call me May. And so anyway, I would be like, oh, Beam, do you want to go? Like, I'm going to go get new shoes. Do you want to come with me? And we would just like go to Target together, yeah. do random things. Um, we'd still hang out with a big friend group. But if there was something that like, I just quickly wanted to like go to Trader Joe's, I'm like, yeah. Beam, do you want to go with me? Um, and we grew really close. Um, we, there were a few other boys like pursuing me and jake didn't he didn't seem interested i didn't think i was his type at all i we we even one time like we were talking it was late at night and we were on some dock looking at some boats super romantic but we wasn't romantic and we we're like what kind of person do you think you i'd be with in the future and we were <laughs> we were like explaining like i would i think you'd be like with some i don't know some like blonde girl who's like i don't know i was just like going off on someone who's uh, the exact opposite of me and he said the same thing and it's funny because it was just like two days later where he decided to kiss me and i i wasn't expecting it at all um and i'm not even joking when i say like that's the only kiss i'd ever had where i literally like when they say there's fireworks (gasps) there were literally fireworks and it was just weird like i was honestly weirded out at how much i like i i was glad that he kissed me anyway um so yeah jake and i our relationship moved really quickly our first kiss was two months after we had met we weren't even dating when he kissed me and then um we dated for let's see october september october november december we dated for four months until he asked my dad for my hand in marriage is that it and um I never in a million years thought my dad would say yes to a guy. It was Jake's first time meeting my dad and my dad said yes. Wow. So I was like, shoot, well, he must see something good. So I guess I'm going to marry. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I was so excited and I was just like, what? Like, wait, what? Am I going to marry somebody? I just met him. And but it felt like we were ready. Like we felt so ready. Um, And the Lord, like, well, we, we probably weren't ready, but <laughs> the Lord redeemed that. So, um, 
so anyway so two months after actually a month after we got engaged in january we got married in february of 2016 and it has been like i was saying earlier the wildest roller coaster i've ever experienced in my life um you think when you get married it's gonna be like wow this is like the this is like the pinnacle of life right now. Like Mm -hmm. I get to marry my best friend. I'm like, this is my peak. Like I'm so excited. Um, We're so in love. Obviously we had been, we known each other for a total of six months. And so how much do you really know a person? Also, how much do you know when you're not following Jesus? Neither of us were following Jesus. We um, just to be completely transparent, this plays a big role into our story. Like we were not, we didn't save ourselves for marriage. Um, we had, yeah. So, so we jumped into things and it was hard. It was really, really hard. And marriage is by far the biggest thing that the Lord has used to sanctify Jake and us or Jake and I to refine us, to grow us. We are stretched so many ways through our marriage. Um, And I would say the first three years of the five and a half that we were married, I don't think we actually wanted to be married to each other. At at least I didn't want to be married. Um, And it's not because I hated him. It's because I hated myself. Um, It's because I, I, I don't think that um, I just didn't, I didn't know myself before I got married. So I don't know how I, expected myself to all of a sudden find myself while trying to navigate me being because marriage is so sacred this covenant that you have with somebody it's more than just you live in the same house and um and you're married and you're in a relationship it's so much more than that it's becoming literally one flesh with this person you can't hide anything i mean you can really try but it's going to come out in some ugly way um And so it was just, honestly, the first three years were just hell because neither of us knew the Lord Mm -hmm. as deeply as we wished we would have. And we were both trying to pursue Jesus, but not really because we were trying to pursue happiness. Mm. Um, And I, I know on my part, like I was so selfish. I, and I didn't see that until, you know, like hindsight's 2020. I didn't, I didn't know I was being selfish. I thought I was just like, I deserve, like, mm. I deserve happiness. I deserve love. If we're married, why isn't it, like, why isn't it working out? And if it's not working out, then why are we even together? It's mm. a waste of time. And I was so prideful. And, um, and it wasn't fun how, um, that was kind of like, it wasn't fun the way that I had to, um, process through that, but it was so necessary. There were times when I was, well, one of the biggest things that I struggled with in marriage and just in not being a follower of Jesus was um, anger. So I would literally black out in rage hmm. whenever Jake and I would have an argument. I would scream at him, yell at him in front of Asher even. And Asher's just hmm. clinging to Jake and sad because he sees me screaming and hmm. Um, like praise God that Asher was at a young, young age. So I think that the Lord protected his heart during those times because I, he doesn't see me as like this angry person, but, um, but yeah, the, 
the biggest thing was anger for me. And it was out of pride. It was out of this place of, I deserve this and this and that. And I'm not getting that from you. Mm-hmm. I'm putting all these expectations on Jake and I'm not getting anything from him because mm-hmm. he's a human and mm-hmm. he's going to fail me. And more than that, he's a human who's not following Jesus. And so he's definitely going to fail mm-hmm. me. And so that was really hard for Jake and I in the beginning is finding um, our common ground because we didn't know how to communicate. We didn't know how to relate to each other in those first years of marriage because we barely knew each other going into mm-hmm. marriage. But we both knew that we just didn't want to be divorced. We both knew we wanted to be together, even if it sucked. Like, we both just knew that. And so um, we ended up we ended up looking for counseling. And um, I forgot how it came up about oh it was it was a really cool story that I probably don't have time for but um there was a couple in our old church that uh, had gone through and they actually lead this um marriage counseling called heart care and it's it's more than just counseling it's not like premarital counseling or whatever it's it's like marriage crisis like Mm -hmm. like an intervention for marriages that are on the brink of divorce that either one of them has been unfaithful or there's addiction or something like that and so um this was like this was for people who desperately like wanted to be married but they they were probably going to get a divorce if they didn't have this um and so yeah we found that and it was the hardest thing that we've ever gone through it was like a phone book of a phone book size of a packet that we had to write down everything we've ever been through every type of abuse we've ever been through every hurt we've ever experienced every hurt that we've um like in every way we've hurt the other person our spouse um just so many things that everything in that book led back to like pride is the root of all sin Mm -hmm. it's just like it's like everything stems from pride. Any Anything you can think of stems from pride. Thinking we know better than God or thinking we, um, yeah, thinking less of ourselves or, or X, Y, Z. Um, and so, yeah, that, that counseling was really intense and um, I will sing its praises all the time any, with anybody that half asks me about Jake and I's marriage because it, it truly did. Um, like how the Lord used that saved our marriage. Um, and it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows after that. It was a lot of unlearning things. It was a lot of realizing, Oh, I'm this way because this is how I was raised or, Oh, I'm this way because that person hurt me in that way. And now I'm believing this lie that that's how relationships should be, or that's how I should react to certain things in relationships. Um, just a lot of being refined, a lot of sanctification happening in that, like even well still now, of course, but, um, after those three years, we were just so thankful for that and the people that walked us through it. And, um, yeah, marriage is just, it's really sweet. It's really hard. Um, but especially in this last year, Jake and I, Jake mostly has pursued the Lord in a way that I had never even like dreamed of him pursuing the Lord. And it's changed our marriage. It's changed our relationship, the way that we see each other, the way I see Jake, the way he sees me. Um, he's constantly pointing me to Jesus, like wow. even in the, especially in the moments I don't want him to. Yeah. I'm like, why do you have to be right? Like I'm (laughs) complaining about my body or something. And he's like, did you pray about that? I'm like, what? (laughs) Just let me hate my body. (laughs) And it's just like, Oh, it's just crazy to, 
see the difference of like Christ being our our solid rock of our foundation mm. and our common ground that we can both stand firm. This is what we believe in. This is how we're going to mm-hmm. talk to each other. This is how we're going to love each other. This is how we're going to talk to our children. This is how we're going to make decisions. Yeah. Um, it's just a game changer to um, pursue the Lord together. And that's been really sweet. And that's just a mm. super long story short, but um, yeah. it's been, well, yeah, the Lord has done so many things in our marriage and is constantly um, revealing himself in new ways to us through our marriage. Yeah, I've been so encouraged by the way that he's just completely shifted everything in your marriage and then the way that he's using your marriage to change your both of your family's legacy Mm, and like he is changing and has been breaking generational things through you and Jake and that's just been like so sweet and beautiful to watch you guys have such impacts on your family. Yeah. Um, in Jesus' name. So yeah. it's been so sweet to have a front row seat to all the way he's redeemed your marriage and just watching how you guys now are just so set apart for his glory mm. when literally you were ready to throw in the towel for a long yeah. time, you know? And yeah. that's just the power of Christ and what he, he can do. Totally. He can redeem anything. Oh, yeah. I think really quick to encourage anybody who uh, this is like, this plays a big part in Jake and I's marriages. We... I would consider us um, first generation Christians. Um, And it's been hard because we've, like I said, we've had to unlearn a lot of things Mm -hmm. from our parents. We've had to, um, like I, like we were talking about, we're, we're breaking uh, generational curses, Mm -hmm. generational sins by the grace of God. He's revealed those things to us, those things to us about our parents. And it's hurt. It hurts to, to, look at these people who raised you and be like, Oh, they're like, not that I despise them or resent them for how they raised me, but it's, it's like a humbling. Like I don't want, I want to be what God wants me to be. And, and I want to follow him and whatever that means. And it's been hard. We've had to set hard boundaries with our family and a lot of like our family members sometimes don't get the decisions we make and so just for anybody who has like non-believing family members and you're trying to pursue the lord in your marriage or even just by yourself it's it's not easy but um ultimately the lord is he who is who created us our parents gave birth to us and um conceived us but it was the lord who created our very souls and he knows us better than better than our own parents could he he loves us better than our parents ever will he's the perfect parent and so just like standing firm in that and believing that and and trusting the lord that he always has our best interest um in his in heart and he he's constantly he's wanting to redeem those parts of us that um are broken because of our family members he if there is a hard boundary that you have to set with a family member, he is backing you on that and he will carry you through that. And that's where our strength comes from is him and knowing like, this is what he wants us to do. He doesn't want you to have to put up with abusive people in your life or people who are maybe keeping you from pursuing him wholeheartedly. It doesn't have to be out of anger or resentment or bitterness. It can be lovingly saying, I really want to pursue Jesus and this is what he has for me. And if they don't understand that, 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 that is hard, but 
so worth it and they'll see that there's something different about you and that there's like a true joy that lives inside you because of the Holy Spirit that they they will they won't understand if they don't have it but it's worth it (laughs) yeah hope they'll like even your family just you know multiple people your siblings seeing christ in you and even just to watch you like you said with boundaries even just getting to walk through that with you in some seasons and seeing you press into the Lord about boundaries you've made and then even pressing into the Lord about maybe boundaries that you made that you were like, actually, yeah, I don't think, I think the Lord's showing I think me. I did, I did, I did those out of bitterness, bitterness and yeah. anger and you humbly seeking the Lord in that. And so, yeah, just encouraging whoever's listening that he will, he'll show you what boundaries he maybe wants you to yeah. make and also like may said in a different season that um she walked through of like if they're made out of complete anger and bitterness i'm i'm not, we weren't sure that's what the right. lord had for her in that season that right. if boundaries are made out of just you being so angry um, you're just, wanting to protect yourself yeah and not it's like not the righteous type of like anger that we should have it's it's just like self-preservation like i know it's best for me and so i'm gonna do this because it feels right rather than like yielding to the holy spirit and being like no this is this is healthy and this is he's calling me to do this and and even if it's not received well on the other end it's still it's still okay and not that that's easy at all because obviously we have no idea if you're listening what you've been through with your parents and obviously what may has been through with her parents um there yeah there's a lot of hurt and pain in that so ultimately the lord's gonna guide you and show you what he wants you to do in that and yeah it's just been really sweet to watch may love her family well and also ask the lord for guidance in that because Mm. gosh yeah that's so hard yeah what do you want to say to someone out there that literally feels like there's no hope in their marriage right now and wants to throw in the towel? What What's a piece of tangible advice you might have for them? I have a Bible verse because that is the best piece of advice. Mm. Um, but first, I do want to say that um, that our spouses, like I said, they are mere humans mm-hmm. and they will fail us mm-hmm. many times. I probably daily fail my husband in some small way that he is very graceful and um t- like lo- either lovingly calls me out or just forgives me without even pointing yeah. it out to me but our spouses are humans and they will fail us and so um ultimately our hope should be in Jesus and and if it is then then we, it's hard to be disappointed by a human because mm. we like the, our our standard is Jesus and if we already know that Maddie, you're not going to live up to Jesus. what Jesus did, but you're like, obviously what, what comes with that is giving other people grace mm-hmm. and forgiving them as Christ for, forgave us. But, and knowing that you're, you're doing the best and you're pursuing him and, um, and you're loving me well, but yeah, when it comes to your marriage, um, they will fail you. But when it, when it's painful when it's hard and when you feel like there's no hope the lord totally sees you um 
there is not a day or a moment or a second in your life that is not seen by him and just trusting that he's sovereign and that um like me and maddie were talking about earlier that every season of suffering and every season of rejoicing is for a reason and it plays into our stories um but just seek him just continue to seek him continue to pursue him um and he will meet you wherever you're at and seasons are just seasons this um season of hopelessness is just a season and um and on the other side of that if you're in an abusive relationship um then i would seek counseling or or um someone you can trust in your church or um a family member you can trust to to counsel you and to um help you out of that because i i wouldn't recommend staying in an abusive relationship if it's dangerous for you or for um your kids if that's what the situation is but um when it comes to just loving our spouses and and having a hard time with them and um feeling like things are never going to change um they will if you pursue God and and a lot of times we have to look inside ourselves and because it's not always a them problem it could be an us problem that's just me saying that very like that's just the harsh truth is that we're not perfect I'm not perfect and a lot of my marriage problems were actually me problems um it was a lot of looking inside myself and being like I thought that you were the bad guy here but really this argument it's me who needs to um just run to the Lord and ask him to transform me in this way because I'm not good and I can't be without him but the verses that um, I just wanted to encourage you all with is um, James 1, 2 through 4. James is just such a good book. But this um, verse that um, just always encourages me. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That just has always, I, I memorized that like a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I, Maddie's so good at doing this too, memorizing scripture and encouraging others too, because at just the right times, the, the Holy Spirit will bring those mm. um, verses to mind when you need them. Like having yeah. like an arsenal of weapons in your, yeah. you know, like when you need them most, fighting the enemy, yeah. he will bring them to mind. And so that just always rings in my head whenever... I'm going through even the slightest inconvenience, like, oh, this testing of my faith is producing perseverance and and endurance. And um, I will come out of this stronger and my faith will be stronger. And then Matthew 11, 28, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's just a great one because... The Lord wants to carry our burdens and yeah. surrendering them is quite possibly the most freeing thing you could ever do rather than hold on to them and think, oh, I know how to, you know, I know how to fix my problems because yeah. we really don't. And I love that in that James verse, how he tells us, he doesn't just say like, hey, through trials, like your faith is um, going to grow stronger, but it says count it joy. 
Right. Count it all joy when you face trials of any kind. So he doesn't just say right. like, hey, sit in it. Because on the other side, like, you yeah. know, I'm refining you. He literally commands us count it joy, which yeah. is obviously not easy. Yeah. But I just love that he puts that reminder yeah. there that's convicting. And that's so good. Yeah. That joy is the hope that we have in Jesus. Yeah. That even when things are hard, that even when, you know, we are going through the deepest, darkest depressions, it we can have joy because we have Jesus. And yeah. We have this hope in Him that is n- we can't understand. What is the verse like? You a peace that surpasses understanding. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> we don't under we can't even wrap our minds yeah. around the fact that even in the midst of darkness and in the midst of these valleys that we go through, somehow there's still joy in my heart because I know that yeah. Jesus is walking in walking those valleys with me. Yeah, and say my life were to end in two seconds I'm gonna go to heaven because he's promised me eternity with him it reminds me of Isaiah 26 3 where he says he will keep in perfect peace those whose mind stays Stays on him him. yeah Yeah, and how um he doesn't just promise us peace but the word per he perfect it says perfect like he promises perfect peace but also it's not passive there's an action there those whose mind stays on him so those there is there is an action on our part to keep our mind keep our thoughts on him and things above Mm -hmm. to keep our keep diving into scripture to keep our mind on him and he promises perfect peace and even just going back to what you're saying about how like in marriage and in really a lot of spaces like half the time like it's an us problem right like when we're offended when our husband offends us when anyone offends us Mm -hmm. when we're angry when we're whatever it is a lot of times yeah you can look within and it's Mm. you it's a your sin Mm -hmm. problem and I love Jess Conley says I'm not sure in which one of her books but she um has a full chapter about um draw a circle around yourself and when there's no sin in that circle then then you can point out someone else's. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially like, yeah, he who has no sin can cast the first stone. But yeah. just that draw a circle around yourself. I just, I feel like that's well, something that's constantly ringing in my head, especially in marriage, because that's probably where I have the most trouble wanting to point out yeah. someone's sin is, yeah. is to my spouse. And just the Lord constantly reminding me, Hey, draw a circle without draw a circle around yourself. And mm-hmm. when you're without <laughs> sin, then you can check on your husband's so circle. Good. Yeah, that's good. Who has had the greatest impact on your walk with Jesus? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise question. Did you ask this question knowing that it would be you? <laughs> no. No, well, it's not. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. 1,000% it is. I feel like, yes, 1,000%. Even just like thinking about the story that we were talking about earlier with our kids, if I if we had not had Xander and Asher if we had not met through photography, if you had not invited me into TDC, if you had not challenged me to wake up at 5 a.m., if you had not challenged me to be in my word, if you had not challenged me to read systematic theology with you, (laughs) for anyone who knows what that giant textbook is, Maddie's like, let's read this textbook for fun. I was like, okay. And you were all in. It was, yeah, I I keep reading like the first three chapters, but it's great. But yeah, Maddie, you are just so encouraging and such a good example of what it looks like to follow Jesus. And I mean that because you share the highs and you share how 
how it's affected you, um, how he's changed you and transformed you and refined you. But he also, you're always vulnerable with me and sharing the lows and how it's been hard and how you struggle and stumble. Mm -hmm. And, and when it comes to marriage, when it comes to motherhood, you never try and cover up your sin. And I love our friendship because, um, we're always confessing sin to mm -hmm. each other, always asking yeah. for prayer, never trying to show up like, Oh, I yeah. know a little bit more than you. Like I yeah. trust, I've been through that, honey. Like never. Yeah. It's always humbly and gracefully and just with so much love. Um, and so, yeah, you constantly encourage me, um, whether it's by straight up telling me like, we're going to do this. Are you down to do this with me? Like, please. Or can you do memorization or do memorization? <laughs> memorize, mem what is it? Memory first Monday. Monday. Or if you are just like, oh, I just did this like this morning. And then I go, I walk away from the conversation like, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> like you not even inviting me in, but just telling me you just live the way you live your life. Um, and so, yeah, you truly have been the biggest impact and also you just have opened so many doors for other friendships for me that have really encouraged me and so you're really like our friendship was like the catalyst for like I wouldn't be at Providence if it weren't for you I wouldn't be um you know friends with the Ruttons or the Fosters or the Larsons if it weren't for you and all my best friends that uh the Francos and well I'm not gonna name any everybody just keep naming <laughs> just, them if i didn't mention you i'm sorry no just kidding mm -hmm. um but really like you just yeah you call me higher and you um love me and my family so well and yeah definitely mm -hmm. you thousand well, percent praise god and yeah i'm humbled and oh. honored and feel so many of those things about you and i'm so grateful the lord yeah gave me a friend like you that i can come confess into mm -hmm. and that i can text whenever and say mm -hmm. I really need prayer because I'm just the worst and <laughs> I'm gonna need prayer to not be the worst oh, and gosh. you always receive me graciously yeah. and like you said you always receive me like you always point me back to Jesus with truth um but it never ever feels like oh gosh you're still there honey yeah. like <laughs> you should have you know fixed this by now we're like oh here's a piece of scripture like <laughs> you should know this it's always right. with such grace and mm. love and so i'm so so lucky to have you so thanks for saying those things. what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given so this is from the one and only Lyndon Daniel. Actually, Lyndon Hogan. <laughs> Lyndon Hogan. Shout Lyndon out Lindy Lou. Um, and Lyndon and I were barely friends when she said this to me, but she's just a person that you meet she's and amazing. you feel like you can tell her your life story yep. and she won't judge you. And so that's exactly what I did. I was second shooting for her for a wedding amazing. and I was being completely vulnerable about where I was at in my marriage and yeah. frustrated and depleted and discouraged. And she told me, even when you feel like your husband, she said Jake, or you can sub coworker, mm. um, friend, sibling, parent, really anybody. Even when you feel like this person doesn't deserve your love or your respect, the Lord does. The wow. Lord calls you to love people. Wow. And especially in marriage, I think he calls us to to honor our husbands to respect our husbands and even mm. when jake doesn't because there are times that he doesn't deserve respect the lord deserves mm. for me to respect jake wow. because 
he's that's what he's called me to do and that's honoring the lord ultimately honoring my husband is honoring the lord and that is what i want to do and so yeah i just like i'm constantly thinking about that even in hard relationships with friends or family members i'm like this person doesn't deserve an ounce Mm -hmm. of my love but i'm gonna give it to them because the lord is calling me to do that and that's me honoring the lord and it's not from a prideful place of like I don't want to, but I'm gonna because I'm a good Christian. It's really a place of just wanting to serve the Lord and and it's not easy to be in, in that place or to get to that place, but it's almost like I don't know, when when you do it, he honors that. He yeah. sees that and he honors that in your relationships, in your marriage, in your friendships, in your relationships with your bosses. He yeah. honors that you have honored him in that in those ways by respecting them. So that is by far the greatest piece of advice I've ever gotten. And I think about it daily. Oh, Lindy Lou Bear. She's, yeah. She's so good. The best. And even just the Lord bringing us back to the gospel of, okay, and also I didn't deserve Christ's love right. to die yeah. on the cross for me. I deserved the opposite of that. Yep. But he Yet did. He did. He died for me. He yeah. bore all of my sins. And our response I am now forgiven. Be. And yeah, our yeah. response should be to give that same grace and love to others. Which again, we can only do through his power and his right. spe- spirit inside of us. Yeah. On our own, like we've said a lot of this podcast, apart from Christ. I have no good thing there. If sin is blue, my body is blue. Like there's no good in me apart from Christ. And so I love that from Lindy Lou. Mm. Love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. What keeps you up at night? At this moment? Besides your daughter. Pregnancy? (laughs) (laughs) Being pregnant? Um, And just being uncomfortable? Or thinking about things I want to create? I feel like that's just something creatives probably struggle with is like, everything could be like oh, i could create this yes. could, and we, you and i have talked about that too like oh. our minds are just constantly going like this could be something this could be something yeah so yeah that's Love i need that. to learn some work-life balance <laughs> what is a piece of scripture the lord is currently using to encourage exhort or convict you with lately um okay so this is romans 7 and it's 15 through 25 but i won't read the whole entire thing is it what i think it is uh, what, what? What do you think it is? I hate what I do and I yep. do what I don't want to do, but I yep. keep on doing it. Ugh. Literally. It's I, I cannot do the actions I want to do. I'll just read it. Yeah. <laughs> for I do not understand my own actions for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. That's like the, that's like the, the kicker for me. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. Um, and then there's just more, but it is through Jesus that we can do any good thing. Mm-hmm. Like you were just saying, it's every every good thing in it in us is from Jesus. And um even just when it comes to like waking up in the morning like i was just saying early it's just funny how i hate the things i do but but when i try and do something good it's like that like lord just please give me the discipline to do the very thing that i want to do but i can't do it without you Mm. and then i just keep doing the things that i hate and so just like coming back to that truth that i apart from um jesus and and the law which is good but has been fulfilled in jesus christ 
I cannot do good. Mm-hmm. And um, and so daily just asking him to like, it's just, yeah, daily asking him to, um, in the Holy Spirit to just help me in each moment to be disciplined and do the things that I know I want to do, but I can't do. Another one is Psalm 119. And so, oh my gosh, Maddie, if you haven't listened to the sermon from I need to, I saw, I just saw your story. It's it's so good. Oh yeah. Shout out Jake Jake for a fire sermon. It was so, so good. And I just will probably never stop thinking about it. Wow. But, um, basically all about like what we delight in and, um, and, my I just I want to delight in the Lord only Mm -hmm. and would I delight in him every second of my life but Psalm 19 just points you back to um like meditating on his precepts and and delighting in in his um statutes and um it's just a really meaty psalm but it's super good super encouraging um and just like I want that to be my heart for the Lord it's titled your word is a lamp to my feet and it's so long but it's so good and I feel like um I feel like saying that I want to memorize it and putting that out there is like a big thing but I would love to memorize it Mm -hmm. it's 176 verses um I'm I just turned to it in my bible and just a few of the the lines that I have underlined from the very, very long Psalm, essentially (laughs) I'll I'll read some of them, but essentially most of them are saying those who meditate on my word and delight in my word, like, like that's what I long of you. Yeah. Um, And that is what produces this delight in me as you meditating on me day and night. So blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. Mm -hmm. They do no wrong, but follow his steps. Um, Verse 10, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So I've, like we've been saying today, like you were saying earlier, having um, those weapons, that arsenal, Gosh, I've hidden your word in my heart. I've memorized scripture so that when needed, gosh, it will help me fight temptation from sin, that it will bring life, that it will encourage me, bring me hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Verse 20, I've underlined, my soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. Verse 35, direct me in the path of your commands for there I find delight. Turn my heart towards your statutes and not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes from worthless things. Mm. Preserve my life according to your word. Um, Verse 49. Remember your word to your servant for you have given me hope. My comfort in my suffering is this. Your promises preserve my life. Mm. Yeah. It's just it's convicting. It's it's encouraging because they're in those seasons of just being feeling like you're hopeless or feeling like you the answer is always Jesus yeah. and and being in his word and if we are constantly meditating on it and we leave no room for anything else if we're constantly thinking about his word and this yeah. truth that we want to base our lives on this is this is the truth that we believe in that we we believe in the gospel and what Jesus did for us on the cross and if we're constantly thinking about those things and there's no room for darkness, there's no room for the enemy to get into our brains because mm-hmm. this is what we're meditating on. We're not. And it's just it's convicting because how much of my time am I spending scrolling on Instagram mm-hmm. or, um, 
you know, just like not filling my mind with scripture, not not meditating on his statutes and this mm. law that is meant to bring us joy. It's a joy to um Yeah. To yeah, this is this is just really convicting to me. So And he allows us I feel like the the more I find myself meditating on his word, the more aware I am right away when the enemy tries to put yeah something in my head because a red flag immediately goes off. Oh, this yeah. does not line up with what the Lord has been speaking in his word. This is, so yeah. this is the enemy. Okay. I I'm tempted to believe this. May, can you be praying for me? Yeah. I'm I'm already aware that this is the enemy and still yeah. I'm sobbing about it and, right. and believing it for a second. God God uproot that lie. I don't mm. believe that. Yeah. I love um Verse 57 in Psalm 119 too. You are my portion, Lord. I've promised to obey your words. I've sought your face with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. I just love that. God, you're my portion. Mm. You are entirely in my portion. Verse 80 says, and I have circled just the word wholeheartedly. May I wholeheartedly follow your decrees that I may not be put to shame. Mm. Verse 81, my soul faints with longing for your salvation, but I have put my hope in your word, in your word, in your word, in your word. Yeah. Um, Verse 97, I'm, oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it. I meditate on it all day long. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. And what I love, and this is probably controversial, but it's not black and I mean, it's not, it is black and white with God. Like there is the truth and then there's not the truth. And so when we know, when we are convinced of the truth, then like you said, we know when something not true comes up, God's not confusing. And it's not like, I don't know if this is from God or like he's, it's black and white. There's no gray. There's, this is the truth. And this is a lie. What verse is it? I'm going to look it up right now, but um, it says something along the lines like, I'm not the author of confusion, but a God of peace. Let's see. It's first Corinthians fourteen thirty three. Yeah. For God is not a God of confusion, but mm. of peace. That's good. But just how, yeah, this whole Psalm is saying, you guys, if you're listening to this, you're like, gosh, I want this peace that comes from Christ. I want this joy that they have that comes from Christ. Dive into his word, yeah. put a stake in the ground. Maybe you're half-heartedly following Christ right now. You're like, well, I believe in God. Like, I think that sounds true. Like, surely there's a creator, there's a higher power. Yeah. Um, but you're wondering, gosh, well, I don't feel the peace that they have. I don't, I don't feel that I'm kind of, you know, back and forth. I kind of want to follow him. Gosh, there's nothing greater than following Jesus with your whole life. Yeah. I just want to encourage you, put a stake in the ground today. Ask the Lord, surrender your entire life to the Lord and ask the Lord, God, where, which areas of, of my life am I not surrendering? Because maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, I think most of my life is surrendered to him. Gosh, he wants every single piece of your life. So ask him. He wants yeah. to show you. Say, yeah. God, where in my life am I not surrendering it to you? And God, help me to surrender to you. I want my whole life to be yours because in his presence, Psalm 16 says, is the fullness of joy. Mm. Isaiah 26, 3, like we said earlier, um, he will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him. Yeah. Um, 165, Psalm 119, 165 says, great peace have those 
who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. So mm. like we were saying earlier, the enemy's still definitely going to try to sneak in there. Oh my gosh. Mm, yeah. He's going to be throwing those fiery darts. Gosh, his word, those who love his law, his word, meditate on it day and night. He promises them peace and he says, gosh, you won't stumble. So yeah, I just want to encourage you if you're listening to this today and you haven't surrendered every piece of your life to Christ, I just want to encourage you to, to stop this episode, sit with him, ask him to show you where you aren't surrendered to him. What relationship, um, what friendship, what way of living? Maybe you have, um, maybe you live a certain lifestyle. Um, gosh, I just want to encourage you, give it all to him. There's Mm -hmm. nothing like living your entire life for him mm. that comes with, I feel like May and I are like in a trance right now because we're just like, <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. Gosh, praise God that um, we have surrendered yeah. our lives entirely to him and we want to invite you in to do the same. If you have any questions about that ever, yeah, just need someone to talk to about it. You're like, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Mm. Feel free to email me, DM me, all the things. Mm. Feel free to DM May. Uh, she wants yeah. to talk to you about it too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pause it and do that right now or keep listening. <laughs> To our rapid fire questions, keyword rapid, keyword fire. I purposely didn't like strike, like answer these. That you way, didn't. they would be rapid fire. Now I'm gonna like spit out the first thing that I comes feel to like. Mind. That's the opposite of rapid fire because then you're gonna have to think about. No, no, it. no I'm not gonna think about it. Just this is about it. to be the longest rapid fire you've <laughs> ever heard. Um, All right, enneagram number. Here we go. Seven or nine? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is already gonna be the longest. Sorry, you're right. You're right. Um, May is at conflict with. Which I think she's high tendencies on both. Yes. A lot of me think she's a nine because her sin is sloth. Yeah. Her, her, she needs so much sleep. Yes. She, <laughs> nines I'm have very anger. <laughs> but she also has seven tendencies. But also I think that two of my closest friends, May being one of them, are nines. And I, nines are just the best. <laughs> like I feel like nines and sevens get along really well because nines like are totally down to do whatever too. But I also think you have like seven tendencies too. So you're, yeah. I don't know, you're yeah, probably high on both of them. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Identities in Jesus, but those are also fun for <laughs> us to talk about. Yes. Favorite book all time. Um. Okay. So there's two. I, I haven't read it all, but boundaries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. Okay. okay I haven't read it all, but if I have chapters I have read are, are have changed my life okay. so far. Cool. Boundaries by who? Um. Uh. Good question. Thanks. That's why you write it down, May. <laughs> okay. Let me look. I can only it. say that to her because she's my best friend. But there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. I think Amen. I have to say that at least once each show. <laughs> boundaries. Okay. So boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. Jo- John Townsend. So good. They act. They have boundaries. They have boundaries in marriage. Boundaries in, um, like, friendship. Boundaries in the workplace. I think I. Don't, they have a bunch of them. Um. Yeah. And then my second one is the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Love that for you. Favorite song right now. Favorite song right now. Oh, I just cannot get enough of Death Was Arrested. Oh, okay. I I love that one. I've been on a high on that song Mm. since like Easter probably or before that. Amazing. Favorite song all time. Okay. Um, It's not a worship song, but it's... um, called pch you're not a good christian <laughs> i'm just kidding it's called pch by jaden smith will smith's son i'm okay. pretty sure i showed it to you in san diego okay. um it just brings me back like i'm very nostalgic. nostalgic it brings me back to this certain time in my life where I, I i was always at the beach 
and yeah she loves the beach. maybe go listen to it, it, it don't listen to the lyrics because i'm not really a lyrics gal so okay, until so just listen to the beat so you're <laughs> saying the lyrics won't be saying the lyrics just suck but the beat okay. they're, they're not bad oh, but they just okay. like it doesn't make any sense i don't get Got it. it i just okay. like the sound of it okay so listen to it pretend you're on the beach also may's favorite place in the world fave, fave worship song of all time though is endless alleluia by Corey asbury that one mm. just makes me is that the weep. one yep and that song it it was like asher's like favorite song as a baby he would instantly stop crying as soon as we put it on no matter what oh my so sweet favorite food ribs (laughs) (laughs) barbecue ribs (laughs) is it really oh yes i don't think i knew that no that's not your favorite food what's my favorite food ice cream that's my favorite dessert those are two different categories Okay, whatever. I have to have both. Favorite Bible teacher to listen to? Tim Keller. Ayo. <laughs> Favorite podcast to listen to? Besides this one. Oh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Made for this by with mm, Jenny Allen. Gosh, Jenny Allen. Is She's just so amazing. Good. I was just listening to her in the oh car. Oh, my word. Something not many people know about you. Maddie already shared that I know Persian Farsi. Yeah, sorry. I stole it. Like Another one. Else. Maybe not a lot of people know that I'm five feet tall. Maybe just a little She's bit. She's the shortest that. human in the entire world. <laughs> I'm 4'11 and a half. I grew up thinking I was short because I played basketball. So I'm 5'7. So I was always the shortest person. Mm-hmm. And then, and now in real life, you guys, I feel like a giant. Compared all of my of friends. Seriously, all of my best friends are like five foot, five two. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And then Jake and I are, I think I'm taller than Jake. Yeah, I think you are. So Alex and I are just like, <laughs> these are our sweetest little friends. <laughs> no, and Jake, and Jake's so funny. I love yeah. Jake so much. I'm always like, let's stand back to back he's like no no like he refuses he's like it, he it's your hair it's your it's, hair it's, no i, I don't Word choose jake is so funny he's okay funny. um what are you loving right now could be literally anything what oh i, I know what you're loving it? say it what my new toy yes okay yeah i just got i mean this, you like, don't have to but i feel like i will the answer. Yeah. no i was gonna say that um i just got this my husband is so sweet and believes in me so much and loves to encourage me and support me in my dreams and so i'm kind of like i said earlier i'm kind of like in this limbo of i'm not sure what the lord wants me to do but we're trying to listen to him and whatever <laughs> whatever and not, not whatever, whatever. <laughs> and whatever. Okay. that's how i tried to end my rambling <laughs> yeah whatever anyway oh. um so my husband got me this um laser cutter it cuts like wood and leather and metal and it engraves so things cool. and i have big plans for it and i'm super excited oh. i'm loving playing with that right now so amazing um follow at Maybeam creative no oh sorry don't just follow Maylene beam at Maylene beam but she has an etsy shop at Maybeam creative yeah she is so talented makes <laughs> stickers drawings can do personal drawings does calligraphy now has this wood metal cutting thing that we'll find out what it does you'll see she is seriously so talented so if you need invites for your weddings if you need cool cutouts for your weddings may do you have something you want to say no, that's oh, good. I thought, that's I thought good. that you were like kind of out of something. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, shameless plug for my friend at Maybeam Creative. Thanks. So she is amazing. Okay, how can our friends today be listening today? Um, be praying for you. I think. Um, yeah, just like the same way, like we were encouraging you all in Psalm one nineteen. Mm. Just be praying that for me. Um, cause I want to do that. And I, and I have tasted and seen how good it feels to be mm. meditating on the scriptures constantly. Yeah. And 
life has just been busy and I in all honesty have not been prioritizing that and I have found myself delighting in other things other than even for example like this laser cutter thing like spending my time late at night playing around with this rather than shutting it down and going to be in the word um and so yeah I really want to be um I want to be delighting in his word and in him and spending time with him and so just like praying that I would I would remember and allow that conviction to um to actually transform me to um sit with him more often and to Mm. meditate on his word because that is what brings me true joy yeah i don't know that's that's where my joy is and so i need to be doing that (laughs) so just pray that i remind myself of that and he reminds me of that amazing um melina is there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to touch on um yeah, the Beam Schultz Vacation uh, 2020. Okay, let's touch on it. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't touch on May's it. the first person ever to respond to that question, yes, and <laughs> here is what it is. So I love that for me. I hate that we didn't talk about it. Oh, sorry. Okay, no, tell I'm us kidding. about Schultz Beam I, Vacation 2020 pre-pandemic. I just, say, I just want to say that if you have best friends, you should go on vacation with them mm. because it's just fun. It's fun to be uh, like in the airport with them. Yeah. It's fun to be in the Airbnb <laughs> with them. To see their tendencies in different ways to see ask questions may really doesn't like it when jake does that (laughs) (laughs) the whole time the whole time of vacation i was like oh they're gonna know what makes me mad Uh, they're gonna know no you were wonderful i think the funniest thing was that one of the last days there so we went to san diego that's may's favorite place um march of no february 2020 um, me, May, Jake, and Alex for our four-year anniversary. And yes, we got invited onto their four-year anniversary trip. It was <laughs> amazing. May planned the whole trip. That's my ideal trip. Is like I just want someone to tell me everything I'm going to do. I don't want to have to think about it. I don't want to have to plan it. I just want to go and have fun. And May literally made us the cutest itinerary. It was amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm not usually, a but I think the one of the funniest parts was towards the end of the trip. So the whole game. So I love to play this ongoing game at all times in my life of someone ask a question and everyone answer it. Jake loves that game now. He plays it every time. I love it. So on that trip the whole time. So I always just declare it if we're somewhere like if we're out to eat with people, I'm like, if if, like conversation stops or something, I'm like, someone think of a question question and we'll all answer it. And so I declared at the beginning of the trip, we're playing this game the entire time. So like if we're in the car, if you ever think of a question, we'll all answer it. So, oh my gosh, the questions were, I mean, we're together for four or five days. Four five, five, days? five days but i think one of the funniest parts is at the end we were asking like what's something new you learned about eat like we learned about each other and may you essentially were like you actually are who i thought you were and you said something <laughs> along those lines of like i didn't know if you'd actually be you i can't even remember That's how you put funny. it do you remember saying that i think i was talking about your confidence oh you yes you're all- you're just like so sure and you just like you know what you want you say exactly what you want you're like i don't care if it's not what you want this is what i want we could do it or we cannot do it (laughs) okay so i guess it's like lines of you're actually as confident as i thought you were yeah but i remember just laughing like i was like oh yeah she's real alas it was uh, (laughs) such a fun vacation it was and and honestly like you know you can't vacation with everyone right yeah that's just the reality you're not going to be able not everyone you're going to be able to vacation with and we left that vacation we were like yeah we could definitely do this again i'm glad because we will do it again we will maybe not san diego but 
definitely yeah. another vacation. Another place. Because you're over San Diego. You're now on Omaha. Okay, a new <laughs> thing that... Oh, that's amazing. That's just the I Lord. Can, For yeah, so long, she's like, I want to move to San Diego. Blah, blah, blah. No, I love and Omaha. And I'm like, no, you don't. You love Omaha. You're never leaving. Okay, we're starting a new thing um, today Ooh. on the podcast. Ooh. Who knows when this will get edited and get out. Um, <laughs> so, no promises. Um, we're starting a new thing. We're... At the end of each episode, just wanting to leave you with a challenge for each week or an application of some sort. Maybe we can think of a fun word that it's called, but okay. challenge is good enough for now. For um, but yeah. So May, I just want, we haven't thought of this before okay. this happened. I put on here that we want to leave you with a challenge. Mm. What would be a good tangible challenge we can leave them with for mm. this next week? Do you have anything on the forefront of your mind? Well, since we've been talking about meditating on scripture, yeah, maybe we could, you, so you choose a piece of scripture that is encouraging to you and you sit for five minutes in yes. silence and you just think about it. Yeah. You could write it out a million times. Ooh, I love that. You could just think about it. You could read it over and over. It doesn't have to be like a study, just truly a meditation. Yeah. You're just thinking about it and letting it like seep into your heart for five minutes. I love that. Set a timer. And maybe we'll call you a step further and challenge you to join in on Mac and Bench Memory Verse Monday. Yes, May yes. and I are the only two currently participating, <laughs> but you know what? Yesterday. I'm believing that the Lord is, wants us to and that maybe yeah. it's you that's going to join in with us. So yes. whatever verse you choose to meditate on, maybe take it a step further, memorize it. Mm -hmm. And the next Monday that comes up, record yourself on a story or citing it, tag Mac and Benj and hashtag mbmbm um but also just to touch on like that meditation piece of like i read a book by james ka smith called you are what you love mm. highly recommend i would say it's very dense mm, um yeah. but very good definitely something you have to chew on but essentially the book's premise i probably talked about it before is along the lines of also we're pushing two hours love that for us love that not for surprised because <laughs> Pretty much this is the only time we've gotten to chat in the last couple of weeks. Know, so honestly. we're just, yeah. Um, but the book's premise is essentially um, that you say you love one thing, but actually your life would say that you love other things. So you may yeah. say that you love God. Your life might actually show and say that you love your phone, that you love your friends more than God, that you love your social status more than God, that you love your job more than God. Um, and so just a really convicting beautiful book that just really stirred my heart a ton and I that book is one of the things that led me to give up social media for six months um mm. so I've probably talked about it but it, the book talks about how we're not just head thinkers but God's made us heart feelers too so May and I were even talking about this earlier like our heart and our head our heart is deceitful but he's made us soul people so we may know scripture, we may know something about God, but he actually, it also needs to permeate our heart and yeah. soul for us to like truly believe it. And so, um, I even think in my, in my own life in 2020, the Lord delivered me from a fear that I'd been living in for 15 years that affected my everyday life. That's obviously mm. a longer story than just that, <laughs> but um, I had gone to counseling and my counselor, Christian counselor, highly recommend if you go to a counselor that it be a Christian counselor yeah. pointing you to Jesus, not um, just pointing you to self-help because Jesus is the only thing that can ultimately help. heal, redeem, help. Um, but she had me meditate um, on these pieces of scripture for, I still do randomly, but I did it for three and a half weeks straight of meditating on um, Psalm 91 that 
that says, um, God, he has commanded angels concerning you, not, not even your foot, not even your heel will strike a rock. Mm. Um, and basically this Psalm is talking about how like he, he's my defender. He is my refuge. So for a long time, I knew in my head that God was my protector, but in my heart, I believed that I had to protect myself. If mm. I don't protect myself, I won't be protected. Yeah. And so even just being reminded that I needed to meditate on his word so that my heart believed it. So you may know something in your head. You're like, why is it not? Why is it not overflowing the rest of my life? You may have head knowledge of God. You may have grown up in a Christian church or um, grown up knowing stories of the Bible. You're like, oh, I have all this head knowledge. Gosh, the Lord, I think, wants to, it to seep into your heart so that you can believe it and live out of that truth as he um, permeates your heart with his word and his truth. So. Yeah. yeah. So like May that. said, this week's challenge, um, pick a verse and meditate on it five days or five minutes a day, mm-hmm. just silently. Just you literally can do anything that, for five minutes a day. Yeah. Reading that over and over again. Gosh, by the end of seven days, you'll probably naturally have it memorized without even trying. Right. And yeah. I'm excited to join in with you. So let us know if you're going to join in on that challenge. Um mm-hmm. Post it, tag May and I on your story, what verse you're going to meditate on. Um, and gosh, at the end of the week, we'd love to hear like what the Lord did as yeah. that verse, that piece of scripture permeated into your heart, what he showed you. So that'd be so cool. May, this was so fun because so this fun. is just us being friends. Yeah. And I love you. And thanks for being here. And it was so sweet to hear all those things and yeah i love you so much love thank you, you for being I here had so much fun in two hours seems like us uh, seems appropriate might have to cut i know it does out. seem appropriate <laughs> nah, nah. We'll, we'll cut a few things you're out a real probably not you listen to it all right <laughs> thanks to the real ones that are still here um shout out and we will see you next time uh, yay friends thank you for essentially just tuning into a normal everyday conversation with me and Melina. She is just wonderful and I'm truly blessed to have her in my life and in my corner. Thank you for listening. I pray that today you were encouraged towards Jesus in some way. And hey, we would love if you joined in on our weekly challenge. So tag us, post about it, message us, let us know if you are joining in on meditating on God's word this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, would you please share it on your social media pages? Would you please leave a review? Would you share it with your friends and family? I would truly appreciate it. As always, I would love to hear from you. So please reach out via email, sunnyand65podcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Madeline Schultz underscore. As always, friends, go be bold and love big and we will see you next time.